Robert England here, a.k.a. Freddy Krueger. And you should be listening to Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Don't go out there. Don't answer the door. Don't go near Elm Street. Don't look <laughs> out the window. That's what Wes Craven did. And you know who he saw? Freddy Krueger. Check out Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Welcome to prime time, bitch! Ha 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 We're zombies, ghosts, serial killers, and vampires all exist. It's Nico, Brian, Mike, and Dustin, and they are all that stand between you and the films that could end the world. Welcome to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Don't Go Out There Horror Movie Review Podcast. Just want to thank all our fans and listeners. We really appreciate it. Uh, before we get into tonight's bonus episode, we're going to just give a quick shout out to our social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, just search Don't Go Out There, you'll find us, and our website, don'tgooutthere.com. We have our interviews, episodes, uh, online store, our blog, it's all on there, you can check it out. And tonight, we are finally getting to do this. We have ranked the Friday the 13th franchise, the Halloween mm-hmm. franchise, and the Saw franchise. And we're finally yeah. ranking the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise. Uh, and tonight, and, and before we do any of our rankings, I just want to say on behalf of all of us, these are our favorites. These aren't necessarily the ones we think are the best made or anything like that. This is just our favorites in, a, in, a, in our list form. And we're going to kick it off with Brother Brian. Oof. So uh, my number nine movie on this list is... Freddy's dead. Um, I don't even understand what happened with this movie. Um, it was like, instead of going back to the roots to go out with a bang, they were like, how can we spend the absolute least amount of money to kill Freddy for good? Um, I hate this movie. Uh, literally, the only thing I do uh, like a little bit, at least, is some of the flashbacks of Fred Krueger, where it's just basically just Robert England playing Robert England. So um, that's basically it. Uh, every, the rest of the movie I think is dog shit <laughs> alright uh, I think this might be a sweep on this uh, number 9 yeah, I'm starting to think uh, 9 will be a sweep <laughs> n- number 9 for me is Freddy's Dead as well I've only seen this movie one time when I was a, my first binge watch through this movie or through this franchise and when I got to the end of it I was like what the hell did I just watch and I was like a 12 year old 13 year old kid I think it's when me and mom were binging them to get ready for Freddy vs. Jason honestly and I was like why is he playing a video game right now? What is going on? Uh, this movie stinks, and I refuse to ever watch it again. The most I did for a refresh was watch the kill count, and I was it's that was kind of painful. At least James was funny, but yeah, number nine is Freddy's Dead. Go ahead, Mike. All right, we're three and zero. My number nine is Freddy's Dead, a complete dog shit film. This film can suck it from the back. Uh, I this. <laughs> This film is ass sorry. Everyone involved deserves criticism for being involved in it. That means you, Breckenmeyer. Uh, I uh, th- th- this movie. I, what can I say about this movie that hadn't been said about Afghanistan? <laughs> Bombed out and depleted. Uh, no, real quick, man. Just th- look. Freddie had already been. He 
he had already become a joke by this point, especially because of the dream child. But this is really just just over the top. Hey, cool graphics in in <laughs> fucking I'll get you my pretty and your little dog, too. Like, fuck that shit. Fuck this movie and its stupid fucking face. Now you're playing with power. Power. <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. Robert England, yeah. you're the only one that doesn't deserve criticism. Although even for being in this movie, I thanks for coming on the show, Rob. <laughs> yeah. What can I say about this movie that hasn't already been said by you three? So, uh, so in, in that token, I'll switch it up. My favorite or my least favorite was Ooh. also. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. It's Freddy's Dead. That movie is ass. Um, like you said, the, the opening scene, you get Freddy and a Wizard of Oz spinoff. Ugh. I said, what the fuck are we doing here? And then you, you get a little bit into the movie. It's like, oh, you know, watching it in modern time, you're like, oh, Brecken Meyer. Like, he's been in yeah. some shit that I fuck with. So trip. maybe this is maybe this is salvageable. And then you're like, no, no, no. I remember. I hate this movie. <laughs> so like Nico, Nico said, he watched this movie his first time and only time as a watch through when he was younger. How about the fact that I watched this movie yesterday <laughs> and I just, you know, the list of things I'd rather do than watch this movie again. Uh, shove an ice pick into my pee hole. Um <laughs> Uh, but anyway, uh, you know, not to get too graphic, this movie sucks. The video game scene is ass cheeks, and the only thing worse than the plot is the acting, the dialogue. They do not sell this shit as a, this is a believable story arc, this is a believable anything. This movie sucked, and I would not wish, you know, if if they reopen Guantanamo Bay, just play this movie on a loop, and I'm pretty sure they will kill themselves. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, listen, I know we just shut all over that movie. I'm sure somebody out there listening or watching is going to be like, no, you don't understand. You misunderstood this movie. Nope, nope, nope. This movie is no. ass cheeks. Why, and, is, no. why is Cheech and Chong watching this movie? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, Jesus Christ. Hey, man, yeah. you don't like this movie? Oh, sorry. Yeah, uh, and, and, like, and like Brian said, the whole video game shit, the controller's unplugged. Now you're playing with power. Oh, my God. Fuck There's me a, and eyelids. Like, fuck this shit. No. And the one kill... Okay, I have to say one more thing. The one kill where he, where he's fallen and he, like, Looney Tunes the fucking spikes over and, like, winks at the camera like he's breaking the fourth wall. Fuck that scene, too. This isn't fucking Warner Brothers. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. We, <laughs> we can move on. Go ahead, bro. All right, so going on to number eight. Let me just say first, like, I've got these you know these these listed but it's almost like three separate tiers just yeah, because I agree like, with that. one and three i think are really really far ahead of four five and six and then then there's seven eight nine down at the bottom so you can almost for me take my number seven eight nine pick and you know shuffle them all up and the same with the other ones i mean that, that i just basically kind of have three tiers but uh my number eight here is i'm going with uh nightmare on elm street five the dream child um, to me, the franchise had completely, completely jumped the shark by then. Uh, Freddie had become completely, you know, commercial and just jokey, basically, uh, even a, a parody of Chucky at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't really have a whole lot of anything good to say about this movie either. Um, besides the fact that it does have friend of the show, Lisa Wilcox. Yep. That's and it. that's about yep. it. The rest of it is pretty awful. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to piggyback off Brian because I have the exact same pick, Dream Child. I tried to rewatch this movie the other night, and I decided to get a good night's rest to go to work. <laughs> so I went to sleep <laughs> midway through it. Um, I really don't care about this this plot line with Freddie's mom, Freddie Jr., awful. 
uh, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of this. This this movie stinks. Hey, it's almost like we're on the same show because my number eight <laughs> is uh, I'm gonna be five to child. Look, we'll, we'll again, get some variety in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, but I think bottom of this franchise is the bottom of this franchise. So you know, uh, yeah, uh, look. Not to repeat myself, but what can I say about this movie that hasn't been said about <laughs> Afghanistan? <laughs> yeah. uh, no, honestly, this movie is just slightly better than Freddy's Dead to me. There, I don't care about this plot. Uh, I like Lisa Wilcox is in it, but that's about it. And you know, I uh, I don't really have anything else to say that you guys haven't already said. What I will say is this one has one cool kill, one. One memorable kill. That's it. I'm going to let you guys guess which one it is as the show goes on. I'm not even going to give it away. But outside of that, this movie stinks. I'm not going to say you can suck it from the back because I already said that. But this movie can definitely suck it from the front. Is it a car kill? It's a car kill. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but Freddy's annoying as hell on it, though. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I'm calling cahoots because we all four have the same <laughs> – Two movies as our number nine and well, number eight. Well, those two stink. They they suck so bad. And this is another film. Like, this is the stretch of the movies. If you're watching these in order as oh. far as chronological release date, you will lose interest right here. Like, I remember watching this movie the first time. Be like, God, what? This is. He kept me alive because I'm his son. I wasn't after you. I didn't have a son. I had a daughter. <laughs> Fuck you. And the whole scene where he's on the beach. He puts his sunglasses on like that. The whole thing can go to hell. This movie sucks, and not, I'm not going to beat it down too much because you guys already did a great job at that, other than to say that this movie can suck it from the back because I haven't said that yet. <laughs> All right, so my last one in this little bottom tier, again, you can take any one of these and shuffle them around, but my last one in the bottom tier here for my number seventh is the remake. Um, I don't like the remake, so I'm honestly surprised that this is, you know, at number seven and not dead last. Um, but that just says, you know, says a lot for the other two. Um, I don't really, I don't like how they tried to make Freddy a little bit more of a pedo and, uh, also gave a hint that he might've been innocent when he was burned alive. I don't like that. I don't like his look. Um, I don't like the cast. Um, I like Jackie Earl Haley in, you know, Watchmen, and he's a good actor, and he just didn't really have anything to, you know, he, he had the cards stacked against him for sure. Um, it did have Dark Freddy, so, you know, and, and it had some a couple of decent kills. Um, I liked the first one especially, but I, I just think the movie is not good at all. Um, I really could have, like I said, put it at dead last just as well as I could have put it here at, at seven, so. Well, all right, uh, number seven, uh, 2010 remake uh, from Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, it's a good thing we did this order because, you know, we're mixing yeah. it up. Right. Yeah. Don't, hey, variety is on the way, I guess. Listener, listeners of this of this episode, there's going to be some controversy in a little while. Right now, we. Th- all right, this is what I'll just say because I agree with mo- everything Brian said, basically. To me, Freddy Krueger, I love the character. I love the legend. Uh, but this franchise, in my opinion, I've already said this, it kind of stinks outside of the really good ones. This one's no different. I'm not a big fan of Jackie Earl Haley as Freddy just because Robert England is Freddy to basically 99.9% of all Nightmare fans. Uh, it's not his fault. It's just you took on a role that can't be replaced, honestly. 
so good luck to Kevin Bacon if you ever get the role, my friend. So, yeah, number seven is a 2010 remake. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, all right, yeah, so it's almost like, you know, we are on the same show or something. My number seven is the 2010 remake. And look, I um, I, I don't dislike this movie as much as you two, but I definitely don't l- like it, per se. It, it It's watchable to me, but that doesn't make it a good movie. It's still number seven for a reason, because they do so much wrong. Uh, again, I like Jackie O'Haley as Freddy. Uh, not necessarily the look of Freddy, but right. I like Jackie Earl Haley's portrayal of him. And I think what they give him to do is pretty good. I like Dark Freddy. I like some of the one-liners they give him. Uh, I think he delivers them well. Uh, but the rest of the cast does nothing for me. This this is literally Nightmare on Elm Street and then it, during like the emo craze. So everyone's really emotional and sad. And Rooney Mara... Except for Rooney Mara, who shows zero emotion as Nancy. Just completely fucking lifeless. Could have got a corpse to play Nancy in it, and it had been better. Um, so, on her for that. Because she's a lot better actress than what she shows in this film. Um, again, I agree with a lot of what Brian said. Don't like the script. I don't like the idea of making Freddy more uh, creepy of a pedophile. Even though, look, child murder is bad, but we are adding another layer that I don't think we necessarily need. That subtext was always there. It wasn't in the face. It was subtext that Freddy was a little bit of a pervert. I mean, we got some of that in Freddy vs. Jason, which we'll get to. So, again, I don't like it all up in my face. And I don't like that they try to make him innocent and have mob justice and all that stuff. No, that doesn't do anything for me. But there, I, there is something about this movie that will make me be able to rewatch it forever. I don't know what that is. Maybe it's just the newness. Like it doesn't, but it, it's lacking the charm of the original, so that's why it's it's at number seven. That's fair. I'm gonna break the chain though there because my number my uh, number seven is not the 2010 remake. It's actually part four, the Dream Master. Um, I am a big fan of continuity between films when it works, and to me this didn't. Like I didn't like how. They, uh, it's like, Alex, Alex, you've already done this once. You've already been, you saw how close it came. Well, I've got to try, you know, it didn't work for me. There was no real memorability to this film. Like I said, there's a stretch of these films that just lose me. Four, five, and six are it. It starts with four. It gets progressively worse. I misspoke on the last one. The the sunglasses and beach scene was not in the last film. It's in this film. That's my apologies on that. And I only misspoke because... My notes kind of run together because all three of these movies run together because of how bad they are. I don't like this movie. There's nothing memorable about it. This is when the dialogue gets really hokey. This is when Freddy starts his downward spiral as, okay, so he's a killer, but he's really just a joke of a character as far as how he's been written. Robert England knocked the part out of the park as far as his acting, but he was given shit to work with, in my opinion. And I don't care for this movie at all. I, I don't like it. Like I said, there's no memorable kills. There's nothing memorable about it that makes it stand out and jump the 2010 remix or remake in my opinion. Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm, I'm now I'm into my, uh, my second tier here. Now, all of these movies now are, are, are watchable to me. Like those other ones to me are almost unwatchable to the point where, I mean, I could not just sit down and watch it cause I'm bored. Um, these are actually, you know, watchable. I could sit down if it was on TV. Am I going to go pick it out of the group? Probably not. Probably not. But if it's on TV, I'll watch it. Um, 
And uh, my number six is is part four. Um, like Dustin said, um, the Dream Master, um, the the franchise. You know, he, a lot of what Dustin said is exactly correct. You know, the franchise is. Uh, I, I like it a little bit better than him, but he's right in saying you know the franchise started coming off the rails here. Um, you know, the the new line turned him into comic. You know, comic yep. release Chucky. Um, you know, and I mean. And I, I called him Chucky on purpose. Like that's why I think they they stole Chucky's you know uh, persona for 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 Freddy here. And uh, I mean stuff is funny, but to me like this is the beginning of the end of the franchise. Um, yep. I mean Freddy comes back because of a dog pissing on a fire and you know pissing fire on a dream on his bones. I mean come the fuck on, you know and and uh, you know it, it's not a hundred percent clown show, but it, it's it's eighty five percent like I said, so I can watch it. But it's uh you know shit. I mean, in the the beach and the sunglasses scene, I have written down too because that's just the the low point of of that's that's right down there with the Nintendo playing and the low point of this franchise to me with the little scene there. So anyway, part four is number six for me. All right, yeah, finally getting some diversity. Part six is uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Part two, Freddy's Revenge for me. Um, I don't like the the look Freddy has near in, in this movie. I think his look is kind of terrible. He looks kind of like a burnt sausage. Uh, uh, I, I like I, I like it. I like it how it's a little wet looking. All right, uh, <laughs> I don't. I hope this doesn't come across wrong, but I pretty much hate Jesse in this movie too. Uh, he, he screams like a girl. I hate it. Uh, he's annoying as hell. I hate how Freddie is using Jesse to kill and all that. I hate it. He, he spanks a, the coach's ass in the shower. I, I hate it. Uh, the coolest part of this movie is at the end, and I use this gif all the time when I'm trolling on Twitter, is the you're all my children now. Love that gif. <laughs> and I think the uh, the one scene I will give credit that I like is when Freddy comes out of Jesse's body to kill his friend in the room. That's pretty awesome. But yeah, I, I pretty much don't like this movie. And the, the scene where the bird blows up, that's awful. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to piggyback off of you. Nico here. My number six is Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge. Not exactly for the same reasons as you, though. I I actually like Jesse and that character hold and all that. Have me and Mike agreed four movies in a row? I know. I know. <laughs> I, know. Uh, I know. Well, I, I probably like this movie a little more than you do. Actually, I definitely think that I do. But uh, there is a lot of flaws to it. One, it's so out there. It's so weird. It doesn't follow any of the continuity of anything else. It's very strange. It's it's not and it's not that that's a bad thing. I just think it kind of takes away from the first movie. It doesn't. I like a sequel that can improve upon or carry out the net or the the movie before. And this movie to me doesn't do that. It's completely different except for Freddy. And Freddy's in the real world and he, he can morph into people's bodies and stuff like I. So there's a lot there that I don't like, but there is some stuff I like. I like some of the kills. I like Jesse as a character. I think it's different to have a final guy instead of a final girl, so I'm okay with that. Um, and I don't mind the, you know, the gay overtones. We've said it a million times on this show. It's the gayest horror film ever. There's no, it's not, it's, it, it's the truth. It is what it is. There's a whole documentary about it. So that's just, you know, and that's okay. So I, some of the stuff that that bugs me is the pool party scene, which is a great scene in a Freddy movie. But then I'm reminded that that's the real world, and it just bugs the shit out of me. And so that's why it's here. It's still, 
it's not one that I go back to all that often, and I think that's why I have it at six. It's because it's just not one that I revisit all that much. I do like that it gives me Dark Freddy, though. I will say that. But the look, I, I agree with Nico. The look is 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 weird. He's almost, I don't know, burnt to a crisp or something. It's very weird. Hey, Dustin, before you go, and, and another scene I think is funny is right before the bird blows up. When, yeah, that's a shit when, thing, too, When, when Jesse way. walks in the living room, and then the dad's like, it's burning up in here. And they say it's 94 degrees or something like that in the room. I'm like, dude, yeah, yeah. 97 degrees in the house, and you just now realizing it? It's like, come yeah. on, that's... Dude, that's hot as hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you're 100% right. Dude, I hate it. Go ahead, Dust. I'm sorry. Uh, no, you're good. My number seven, or I'm sorry, my number six is the 2010 remake. I don't hate it as much as you guys did. I don't know. I I watched this film today, actually, and it's like, maybe it's the fact that it's 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 fresh. It's a fresh yeah. outtake on the story. Yeah. Uh, the, the effects are better because it's 2010, not the 80s. I didn't hate the film. Honestly, had Robert England reprised his role, it may even be higher. Yeah, I, don't I think mind, so too. I don't mind the fact that they made him out to be more of a pedo because it adds to the fact that fuck this guy. And I also don't mind the fact that it's like, well, maybe he was innocent because it also adds some it adds some psychology to the to the thought process. Now you got to actually think about it. Is he killing because he's just a bad guy, or is he killing because he was wronged, he didn't do anything right, so now it's like, okay, you're going to kill me, so I'm going to kill all your kids. I, I didn't hate it, plus the fact that Rooney Mara looked like a million bucks in this film. Yeah, but she, the uh, the actress that played Chris looked like a million bucks. Either one of them can call me sometime, and <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I don't hate it. I like I get what you're saying as far as her being a Nancy and being so emotionless. But like you said, it's kind of the emo phase. I mean, this song came or song. This movie came out in 2009 or 2010-ish, and so it's just I take it as a product product of the environment at the time. And I didn't hate it as much as you did. I think it had some redeemable qualities. Could have been better, absolutely, duh. But it's not bottom of the barrel to me. Brian, before you, go, I just want to interject real quick. Dustin, it, I feel like if the 2010 remake would have done like the 09 Friday the 13th and just rebooted and not yeah. remade the entire original, yes. significantly yeah. better. Significantly. Yeah. But it was 100%. pretty much shot for shot. There was a lot of shot for shot that, you know, the OG fans aren't going to appreciate. Right. The the bathtub scene, Nancy's dozing off in the tub. Right. And the glove right. There's a lot of remake stuff there that I'm just not Freddy, a fan Freddy of. coming out the wall over. Yeah, it's just coming not. out the wall. Bad yeah. CGI. And that, and if you're, that well, part's yeah, crazy. Go ahead. Yeah, and if you're going to remake it scene by scene, at least make the scenes better. The OG scenes were better. The yeah. ones with Tina, the ones with the, the practical effects, like you said, dude, with the spandex or the wall. All that stuff was better yeah. in the original than it was this. Right. So, yeah. Right. The, the only thing that was better was like, you know, when I said the effects are better, I meant like as far as the gore, the kill, the blood looked more realistic. But right. coming through oh, the yeah. wall. Yeah, they did better in 1984. In my opinion, than it did in 2010, absolutely. as far as you know, poking his head through the wall and whatnot. So it could have absolutely been better, but I don't hate it. Right. Gotcha. All right. Well, again, we're still in my second tier, and let me just say, I'm not going to go into any summaries for any of the three that we have already covered on the show, very in depth. Nightmare on Elm Street One, Nightmare on Elm Street Three, and Freddy vs. Jason. 
go listen to our episodes because we really went into depth with them. So I'm not going to really hammer into it. With that said, my number five is Freddy versus Jason. Um, you know, so it, like I said, second tier still, you know, I, I have a lot of problems with that. Just go listen to my episode to get my opinion on that one for sure. All right. Uh, number five for me is part four dream master. Um, Shout out to Lisa Wilcox and Robert England for being on the show. Friends of the show, appreciate that. Really, really had a great time interviewing you two wonderful people. Um, go listen to it. Don't go out there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or iTunes, Spotify, <laughs> SoundCloud. Um, wow. This movie's not unwatchable by any means. We actually had a live tweet and done it. It's it's a decently fun watch, I guess. It's got a really cool kill with the, the Roach Motel. Yes. I love that kill. But, yeah, that like Brian, everyone said, this is where the franchise, this is where the the, the tracks come off. Freddie becomes too much of a joke of himself, which is a shame because Robert England, he deserved better than what he got yeah. with four, five, and six, in my opinion, or yeah. I guess all of our opinion. But I mean, this isn't a terrible movie, but it's not. It's a six point five probably at, at best. I don't hate it, but it is what it is. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, yeah, so my number five is Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master. We, we're on a little streak here, Nico. What's going but, on here, Mike? What is hey, going on here? <laughs> hey, I think we're about to break it, though. Trust me, that's Collusion. all I'm going to say. Um, uh, no, my, yeah, so uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4, you guys have already kind of covered it. Uh, what I will add is I think this movie is a fun watch. Is it a good Freddy movie? No. But is it a fun, you know, little horror sequel? I think it's fine. I, I like the characters enough. I like, you know, Lisa Wilcox and and all that. And, you know, it kind of bugs me that Tuesday night is in this movie because we'll get into that when we get to Dream Warriors, which is obviously higher. But I uh, I don't hate the characters. My The biggest sin this movie commits is fucking killing off all the Dream Warrior kids in the beginning. Yeah. That's Those are the kids I'm invested in. It, it, it's so dumb. Uh, but like you said, Roche Motel Kill and all that. There's some And unlike... You guys, I like the sunglasses scene. <laughs> like, I fucking love that. I, like, I don't know. It, it, look, I'm not a big fan of comedic Freddy. This movie has a little too much. This is the movie that starts to tip the bucket the other way. But um, I still think this is a watchable Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Like, it, it's not one that I'm going to skip. Five, six, you know, another, and even two for me sometimes become a little unwatchable. This one I can pop in any time. Quick, easy watch, not a problem. So that's uh, that's why it's right above uh, Freddy's Revenge at number five. Okay, my number five is actually part two, Freddy's Revenge. Um, I here's the thing, I was conflicted. This movie definitely has its flaws. Yeah. The whole scene where Jesse's dancing in his bedroom and we get the close up of his crotch while he's doing pelvic thrusts. What the fuck is that about? Uh, <laughs> I didn't necessarily, I didn't care for a lot of this movie, but I like the story. I like the story arc of the movie. I like the uh, how it begins and ends with the school bus scene. I like the uh, the, the pool party scene when Freddy Krueger jumps out of the ground like he's Rey Mysterio in WWE. Who's that jumping out the sky? F R E D D Y. And <laughs> we like I that. <laughs> I really I really like that part. Uh, but you're right. It um, you know it does have its flaws. Who the hell is going to sit in their house for that long and realize, oh, what? It's 97 in here. And the the dad, 
was the worst character in this whole fucking film. I hated his guts from the beginning. He just seemed like that typical horror film dad that is skeptical and doesn't believe shit. Oh, you did this, right? You put a firecracker in the bird. Yeah, because who's going to put a firecracker in a fucking bird? But And then even when, you know, the toaster is, you know, oh, catches yeah. fire. It's not even plugged in. And he still thinks, no, the, you know, nothing's wrong with this house. I didn't like that, but I did like, you know, Jesse's interaction with Grady. I liked, uh, I liked a lot about this movie, to be honest with you. I rewatched it again yesterday or two days ago, I guess. And this movie actually has a lot more that I like than I dislike. So that's why I have it so high. So part two is number five. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm actually, like I said, the last one in my little second tier here is part two as well. Um, no, at number four. My, uh, you know, there's no Wes Craven involvement, which which was their first mistake with this movie. Um, their second mistake was not getting Heather Langenkamp back. But, you know, and obviously the gay subtext wasn't so much subtext, really, you know, but it was enough that, I mean, I never noticed it when I was a kid. Um, I mean, you, know, I, you got Dark Freddy. I, I love Dark Freddy, which is more than the rest of the series moving forward does. Um, you know, it, it basically, you know, it, it ignores the rules of the franchise. But, you know, this is the second film. And I honestly like the the uh, possession angle because I was like, I wonder what they could have done with that moving forward in the franchise. Because, you know, he basically possessed him and took him over in the, you know, in the real world. And I thought, you know what? He's a demon. That's that's a pretty cool. That's a pretty cool aspect of Freddy that I kind of would have liked to have seen them do better. But, you know, they, they went away from the dark angle completely anyway. Right. So, um, you know, so I, I think there's a lot to like for this film. Again, this second tier, I like these films. I don't like the last tier. I like these films. So, right. um, again, number part two is number four for me. Yeah, and to piggyback off that before you go, Nico, uh, I do want to say also, I kind of like that aspect too, where he's telling him in a dream, kill for me, kill for me. And he walks in his sister's right. bedroom and then snaps out of it. He kills the, co- the the PE teacher, whatever. He kills his friend. Like I like that aspect too because that's like that's Freddy's premise, right? Like he wants to kill people through dreams, and instead of killing one person, let's go for the whole shebang. Let's have you kill for me, then I'll kill you. So I like that. That was another thing that I actually appreciated about that film. Um, since I didn't, I didn't say it, and, we, and we're getting into a section of films that don't have uh, much opportunity. Uh, Lisa Wilcox. Rooney Mara and the girl who played Chris and uh, uh, call me sometime, please. Thanks. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, controversial. Number four is Wes Craven's new nightmare. This movie's not bad. Uh, honestly, this movie <laughs> as a grown up now, when I was a kid, when I, me and my mom watched it, I loved it. But as a grown, more grown up man now, this movie still kind of confuses me on what the hell is kind of going on. Um, <laughs> I'm not a big fan. Uh, me and I know me and Brian are going to. Me and Brian, we agree on a lot, but we disagree on a lot. I do not like Freddy's look in this movie. I don't like his makeup. Oh, I don't like. I hate the trench coat. I hate the green hat. Get Love that it. shit out of here. Uh, I will say, Miko. All right, before I get into my positive, Miko Hughes, you're pretty much the. You're the first kid from the Babadook. Annoying as hell. Um, you were great in Pet Cemetery, though. Uh, I love seeing Nancy again, you know, uh, John Saxon, great to see him again, Robert England, seeing him, Wes Craven, it's all, it's cool seeing those in the movie. Uh, I love the remake, or the, you know, the remake of Tina's Death with the Babysitter, freaking awesome, I love it, uh, but 
I, this movie's not. I like this movie. I don't love this movie. The next three are the movies that we've all reviewed already, and though that's the that's the upper echelon of the franchise. I mean, that's the part I love. Go ahead, Brian. You know, Deke. I mean, like for real, I'm surprised you even have it up this high, just because I know how you feel about Scream, and I know how you feel about the meta movies, and this was basically Wes Craven's test run for Scream. And it was meta as shit. Like, that whole movie is meta. So I, I'm, I'm actually kind of surprised, based on how I know you feel about meta movies, that you even have it up as high as you do. Well, I like the, I love the first Scream movie. Uh, I mean, I like this movie, too, still. It's just kind of confusing when you watch it, <laughs> honestly. <laughs> to me, it is. Well, we're gonna we're gonna pick it. We're gonna review it, so we're gonna have plenty right. to uh to go. Yeah, I was gonna say. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna let Brian do the scene by scene for that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's fine. Yeah. Okay, my number four is a movie that we already reviewed in great detail, Freddy vs. Jason. Uh, I kind of gave my positives and negatives during that review, so go listen to that, like Brian said. But just very very quickly. There's a lot of this movie is kind of like uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 4 to me where it's a fun watch. I don't think it's a great movie in either franchise installment, but it's a fun watch. I And it delivers on the last scene where you get a Freddy versus Jason battle. I like that battle. I said it in their review. So all the other nitpicks and, and flaws and stuff we've already covered. But um, I think that, that this works decent as a nightmare movie. But I, again, it's not. It, it's not my favorite in either of the franchises that it represents. So uh, it sits at number four. I like the next three movies significantly more than I do Freddy vs. Jason. Don't go out there.com. So coming in at number four, I'm going to switch things up. I'm, I'm going to be the source of controversy going forward because number four, I have the original. 1984's uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Wow. I know this is going to be unpopular, not only amongst my boys here in, I like in this wit. podcast. <laughs> But it's also going to be controversial amongst the listeners, and that's fine. I, I, I accept that. I'll wear that. Here's the thing. When I look back, when I look on the horror movies that I love, this entire franchise is not there. It's no secret. I, I'm not the biggest fan of the Nightmare series, and this is the movie that jump-started the series. I, is it the best movie in the series? Maybe. Sure, I'll give it that. But as far as ones I enjoy... I just I don't care about it as much as most would, and it's got a great cast. I think Heather Langenkamp does a great job, and she can call me anytime. Johnny Depp's in the film. I think it's got some cool things that hold up over time. The glove coming out of the tub is iconic. We touched on that with the remake. Uh, the face coming through the wall is iconic. But when I look at horror movies, this movie, this franchise has never scared me. I've never been afraid of my dreams. And I know a lot of people that have said that the original movie is the one that, you know, scarred them from horror movies. They had nightmares because of Nightmare on Elm Street. It didn't do that for me. And I think that Robert England did a great job in this role, obviously, as he is forever associated with this iconic character. But the three that I have above it, I enjoy so much more, exponentially more than I enjoy this film and i'm sorry i had to say that i mean that's fair it's your favorite so uh all right so we're in my top tier now um these are three that i really actually really love um and have had them at at number one at at least some point in my life honestly i've liked i've liked these top three at least you know my that one of them's been my favorite 
at least at different points in my life. But my number three right now is part three. Um, you know, we went in depth with this one already. Uh, don't go out there.com. And, uh, you know, I, I, I like it a lot. Um, again, there's a big space between my tears. And so there's a big space between this one and, uh, and part two for me. Yep. Uh, I'm going to agree with that, Brian, about my tears. Top three, significantly better than the, the ones I just ranked, except New Nightmare. You know, it's 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 pretty decent. It's up there. But but these three compared to four through the end, basically significantly higher. This is where this is the Freddy that I this is the Freddy that I acknowledge as a horror fan. So number three for me is Dream Warriors as well. Um, two of the coolest kills in the entire franchise. Actually, three. Uh, Mike's got it in his background right now. Syringe Finger Freddy. Awesome. I love this movie. The puppet kill is the best. Welcome to Primetime, bitch. Awesome. I love the role of Nancy, you know, the uh, the dream expert in the hospital. I love that. I really hate that she died in this movie, though. I wish they would have. Yeah. She. I mean, Na- Nancy's smarter than this. I don't like the way they wrote Nancy to die at the end. Um, yeah, and I also, I also kind of question what they would have done with Patricia Arquette if they had known that she wasn't going to be in the fourth one. Maybe they would have swapped her to be the one who got killed, you know, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, that's nitpicking. We went in depth with this movie. Dream Warriors is great. This is a this is a fun movie. Freddy is, you know, he's a little jokester a little bit. There's some stuff I hate. The wizard kill, hate that. Yeah. The, the Honestly, this movie would be higher than my next one if it wasn't for the damn ending with the skeleton bones in the junkyard. I hate that so much. But I love Dream Warriors. This is a great movie. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah, so I'm with you guys as far as the tiers. These three right here are three movies that I thoroughly, truly enjoy. I, I get, I can pop them in anytime. I love these three. Uh, they're significantly better than than the rest of the movies, at least in my opinion. Although I do enjoy Freddy vs. Jason for what it is. Um, so my number three is Wes Craven's New Nightmare. Again, I've made this no secret. I love metahorror. I, I, it's one of my favorite genres. I love when when things are self-aware and I can kind of catch those in the process. And this movie kind of start kind of started that as far as being an actual genre. I know you know Jason Lives had some of that self-awareness, and there you know there's some other movies that came before, but New Nightmare really kind of. It kicked open that door. It was fresh at the time. It was ahead of its time. That's why it didn't make a lot of money. But I think as time has gone on, it's become a little bit of a cult classic on its own. I love uh, Miko Hughes as the kid. I think he's great. I know that that Nico doesn't. I completely disagree. He's annoying on purpose, I think, and I'm I'm okay with that. Love Heather Langenkamp as Heather Langenkamp in this movie. She brings, like, the spirit of Nancy without actually playing Nancy, and I really enjoy that. I love – Look, there's not very many kills in this movie. It's not a great Freddy movie, but it is a good movie, and I think that's why I enjoy it so much. I enjoy, It's produced well. It's shot well. It's written well. Is Freddy awesome? No, but the look that we get from Demon Freddy is fucking awesome. I love the look of, of Robert Englund in this movie, so big props to that. And we're going to break this down you know, later on as its own movie, and I can't wait to do that so I can kind of pick it apart, but... But for the most part, big thumbs up on this movie. Love it to death. Uh, I could pop it in anytime. So number three, New Nightmare. Yeah, number number three for me is going to be uh, a New Nightmare as well. I love the the meta aspect. I love how it 
is so self-aware like yeah freddie this this is a movie and it breaks the fourth wall like you know this is real life that the original movie that was a movie but this is real life i like that aspect uh heather looked like a dime piece in this film and uh i was a big fan of that yes um and it was it was it was a nice refreshing change of pace because you know the last time we saw this franchise was in the dog shit movie freddie's dead that we each had last and then they come with this fresh take on the franchise and they, you know, respark and reignite some new ideas. I love it from the get go. You know, from the get go, they're shooting a movie and the hand comes alive and, and gets the kill on its own. And then she wakes up like I just I enjoy this movie top to bottom. This is a great film. Yeah. All right. So top two here. Uh, my top my number two is. uh is uh the original nightmare on elm street um and i'm not saying this is kind of a cop out and you know i I just i really feel like you know we've already reviewed this and i know it was our first one but and i'm not saying hey go listen to it as a cop out or to get you to go to don't go out there.com but um (laughs) i i I just i feel like that i can't really do a whole lot more justice than than i've already said and it's just almost you know i everything everything about that movie is what I like about Freddie, um, you know, I, I really love that movie. Like I said, it's been my number one at, at some points in my life, um, and uh, it's my number two right now. Yeah, I agree. Number two for me is the original Nightmare on Elm Street, and this movie honestly is my number one. And the if you look at Nightmare on Elm Street as a without the next one, if you just leave that one out with the other slasher in it, this is my number one nightmare movie. Uh, when we broke this movie down, I love the opening scene. It's one of my favorite opening scenes of a horror movie of all time. Tina's death is awesome. Um, we finally got to talk to J. Sue Garcia, Rod. I finally got to ask him what it would be, what it would be like to go through your a man's head if you just saw, you know, your girlfriend or whatever getting drugged across the ceiling. That's uh, I've always kind of wondered that as a man. And uh, <clears throat> one thing I like to do when I think about this movie is I think of halloween i think of friday the 13th you've got kind of the same villain honestly and now you bring in this new slasher he he talks he comes in your dreams he doesn't he doesn't wear a mask and just you know walk slowly behind you with a big knife or a machete he's got a he's got a unique weapon so i would like to i know me and mike and brian have talked about this in the past like if we could go back in time and see a movie when it first came out we uh, i think i picked seven Halloween 78, but this would be my number two. I would love to see this in theaters as a brand new concept. No social media pumping it. And this, if it wasn't for this movie, we might not have new line cinemas right now. That's very true. House of Freddy. It's house of Freddy built for a reason. Yep. I I, I love the original nightmare on Elm street. The ending, just like dream warriors is what loses me with it. But a lot of it up to it is pretty, pretty damn good. Yeah, so to to piggyback off that real quick before you go, Mike, the ending is horseshit when he clears what is clearly a mannequin through the window on the door. I'm just like, okay, fuck everything about this movie. That's the reason. That's the big a big reason why it's number four for me is just that that scene right there, a mannequin like it's oh come on. Right. Okay, I do agree with you guys. The ending of that movie is shit. My number two is the same as you, Nico. My number two is the original Nightmare on Elm Street, 1984. Listen, man, we broke this movie down on our very first episode in depth. So kind of like Brian, I don't want to spend a ton of time on it, but 
I love the original concept of Freddy. Like Nico said, it's different from Michael Myers. It's different from Jason Voorhees. You get a killer with personality. And this has such a dark, creepy Freddy. It has a, he, he has a couple one-liners that you get. But, there, but outside of that, I mean, he is – I mean, Robert Englund does such a great job as Freddy in this movie. Heather Langenkamp is great. Most of the kills are iconic except for one in the jail cell, which I've fucking shit on a million times already, so I'm not going to do that again. But I, I just – I think from, from start up until right before the mannequin gets pulled into the door, I think this is a great movie. Even – even the way that they get rid of Freddy in this movie, I know it's highly criticized, and over time I've warmed up to it. Like it's not my favorite thing where where you know he just kind of disappears and dissipates in the thin air. That's not my favorite thing in the world, but I I've warmed up to it because I enjoy everything else leading up to it so much. Even the Home Alone booby trap thing. I know we kind of criticize that a little bit, but I, I enjoy it for what it is. It's def. I can watch that movie anytime, any place, any time of year, any day, multiple times a week. I love the original Nightmare on Elm Street, and that and that's why it's number two. So, so my number two is the the one in the franchise that to me has the most promise, and that's number three, Dream Warriors. I think that it's got a cool concept. Like like you said, the the concept in general for this franchise is very refreshing. Like I, it's just the first movie didn't deliver to me like number three did. And number three has this, you know, we can team up, we can we can beat them together. And it pulls not just one kid that, you know, their parents killed uh, is responsible for Freddy's death. But here's a whole gang of kids and we're all being targeted. Let's band together and figure out how can we beat this. The only criticism I have of it is the the fucking wizard. And uh, <laughs> like that, that that was shit to me. Shout out to Kincaid, though. I think he was a badass, uh, and he deserved better in the fourth film. Yes. But, uh, but yeah, the the third one is very enjoyable, uh, enjoyable to me. Like Nico said earlier, when you take take movies that are solely Freddy movies, a little bit of foreshadowing, I enjoy this one the most. <laughs> mm. All right, well, I guess we're on our number ones. My number one is probably no surprise to anybody. It's New Nightmare. Um, love love the meta. Um, I, I love his look. I'm completely, completely right, Nico. I'm completely opposite. The green hat, man, I could take it or leave it, but he doesn't even wear the hat most of all. The trench coat, I fucking love it. The glove, but you know, I mean, technically, technically, it's a, it's a demon kind of taking right. the form of Freddy, and it's maybe technically not Freddy, but I really like that. I really like that aspect. And like I said about two with the possession thing and, you know, like how he's supposed to be a demon at himself and how he how I liked how they played with the possession aspect a little bit. I really like the whole demon part in this and, you know, him haunting the real world, which I mean, if you would have. I, it's it's almost like a little hint of what could have been if Wes Craven continued on with the franchise. And I, I can't say enough about this one. I, I love it. Um, you know, it is it the best made? I don't know. You could argue any of my top three to being the best made, uh, but this one is all around my favorite for sure. All right. Uh, if you've listened to our Friday the 13th rankings or damn near anything that involved <laughs> – these movies <laughs> uh number one is freddy versus jason i've went into a lot of detail why i don't i'm not gonna 
you know, shove my story down my fellow co-host, you know, throats and ears again and make them listen to this. I love the movie. I did as a 12-year-old boy. Um, it's not really fair to rank, I don't think, to rank this movie in either franchise because it has both. Uh, and that's why it's number one. I love both characters. I love the their looks the most in this movie of the, out of the franchise. So number one for me is Freddy versus Jason. And if you oh. want to hear why, <laughs> don't go out there. Com. Don't go out there. All right, my number uh, one. Don't listen to the episode because everybody shits on it except for me. Just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> That's not true. Dustin gives it pretty a play. Uh, uh, yeah, I was play. about to say. Uh, all right, my number one. Dream Warriors, baby. Best Freddy movie ever. Right fucking here. This movie is awesome from start to finish even the stupid bones thing i don't care i'm willing to forgive it <laughs> fuck it i love this movie everything about it it's the perfect amount of comedic and dark freddy mixed together i love it robert england plays it straight it's super creepy but he has those one-liners iconic one-liners welcome to prime time bitch like that yeah. is iconic head to the tv great kill the puppet kill it's fucking awesome with the veins I love the needle kill. I love so much about I love the cast of characters. I love Freddy, you burnt motherfucker. Like, I love everything about this movie. It's number one for a reason. I don't feel I don't feel bad about putting it over the original because like Dustin said, this movie improves to me. And I know I'm behind, but this movie improves upon the original to me. That is yep. is why I love it so much. It adds some character depth to Nancy. I think Heather Langenkamp is great here. Also, call me sometime here. Um, <laughs> she she's great. I, I mean, there's so much that I love in this movie. You get, uh, oh man, I feel like I'm just like jizzing all over the place. But I really I broke this down in great detail. Everything I loved about this movie, it's awesome. I think it's. And again, I love Patricia Marquette in this movie. I wish she could have came back for four. I think if she did, Dream Master would probably be a little higher, even with the script they were given. Uh, hopefully, they would have had a different script for Patricia Marquette, but that's just me. Um, again, and by the way, it doesn't hurt to have its own goddamn theme song that kicks ass. Can lift to that song, can can fuck to that song, can do whatever you want to that song, man. That 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 is <laughs> that that is what makes Dream Warriors my numero uno. I love it. I love everything about it. Hey, yeah, hey I, Brian, throw an NC-17 at the beginning sorry. of this episode, please. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you know, before I give my number one, I just want to piggyback on what you said, Mike. You know, I give you a lot of shit about, you know, I joked around in the chat leading up to this how number three was going to be my last film, but I was just throwing shade at you because reality is you're ex exactly right. I like this movie, and it doesn't hurt that it has David Arquette's sister in it. So um, number oh, one for me... <laughs> No. Number one for me, taking it back a few films. So remember when I said when I ranked number four, I said it's no secret I'm a big fan. I'm not a big fan of this franchise. So for me, the favorite movie in this franchise is the one that favored or features my favorite slasher, Jason Voorhees. <laughs> Freddy versus Jason. You know, I did have some criticisms of this film when we reviewed the film. That, like you said, you can find it. Don't go there. dot com. Um, but that being said, it does have its criticisms, but it also has Jason, who to me is the most badass killer of horror history. He's my favorite. I'm unapologetically biased, and that it just is what it is, okay? Like, if it wasn't for him, then there's there's a... 
let's put it this way. There's a significant gap between number one and number two for me. Anyway, that's what I got for number one, Freddy versus Jason. Wow. Um, by the way, Dream Warriors has the superior Arquette actor in the movie. Anyway, okay, sorry. Oh. oh. She's a hell of a lot sexier, I tell you that. Well, that that's up for debate. But also, <laughs> had 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 Dewey been the cop in the first, oh god, then there wouldn't he be eight. He would have forgotten this shit. He would have forgotten all about his sister, just like he did Tatum. Okay. <laughs> what happened? What I say? Brian, I, wait, what just happened, Brian? I don't know what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> With yeah. dream warrior. Hey, does anybody have any final thoughts on the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street franchise? Yeah, one quick thing I want to say. If there's a 10th movie in this fucking franchise, don't screw it up. Do something cool, unique, original. Don't We don't need... Honestly, I know I'm the only one here that, that probably feels this way, but I'm cool with Heather Langenkamp's in it as long as they kill her and they do it right. Yeah, yeah I, just I pretend like some of them. Just pretend some of them didn't happen. If you're going to make it, don't try to get in the continuity because it is fucked up. Just Worst. make a direct... Just make a direct sequel to the first one. Some other franchise did that, and that was Nico's favorite. Yeah, hey, I, yeah. That's I've, right. got, I've got a suggestion if they're going to reboot this and give if, it another. I, if go. you say Rob Zombie, I was well, I was going to say Heather Langenkamp being the star of it, and Rob Zombie directing the film. No, get the fuck out of here. No, you're no, trying to tell me you're trying to tell me that Rob Zombie couldn't write the perfect. Yes, head I'm of telling you that. Yes, 100%. He can do Jason, and that's about the only thing I think he could probably do. Well, I hate you guys. So anyway, oh, back to you, already, Nico. He already fucked up Michael Myers twice. I don't need this shit. Did he? <laughs> did he? Twice? The first, the second one? one okay. he, he, he did it one and a half times. Um, <laughs> he got oh, half it's almost it right. Yeah, yeah, the second half of the movie where he copied John Carpenter's movie beat for beat. Yeah, that one. Okay. We added... Uh, this has nothing mean, to do with Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> you mean did it better than John Carpenter? Back to you, Nico. All right. Um, all right. I want off the show. All right. Look, all right. Let's skirt. Let's bring it back. Um, Sorry. All right. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I think me and Dustin pretty much agreed on this when we answered the question at the end of Freddy vs. Jason of which franchise we like better between the two. This is just our opinion. Uh, Fred, Robert England was – he's the man. He's awesome. Yep. Everybody agrees on that. He was really, really disrespected, I think, in this franchise with a lot of the goofiness yes. he had. I mean, he took the check, I guess you can say, but this could have been a really, really good franchise <clears throat> if you if you continue off of the first and the third movie. That's those, those are the perfect Freddies, and uh, I really want to thank Robert again for coming on our show. It's a truly a great honor. Yep. And it was it was really fun, and it was overdue, honestly, that we ranked this franchise. Uh, I had a lot of fun doing it. I'm yep. sure I think all of us did. This was really fun to do. Um, we're, we're, we're thinking about a bonus episode down the road, guys, of us pitching sequels in a franchise or maybe a one-off or something. And uh, I think I might have a Freddy and Krueger movie in mind. I think maybe maybe Mike does, too. He's grinning a little bit. Me and I Mike, have actually, me and Mike have actually talked about uh, a Freddy sequel. Uh, I really enjoyed doing this, fellas. Y'all got any final thoughts before we get out of here? That's it, man. I'm good. Uh, yeah, I just want to piggyback on what you said. Anything that I said disparagingly about this franchise was not about Robert, because no. even the goofiness of the Freddy character, he acted his ass off, and he portrayed the character that was written for him to the fullest extent. 
And right. I think it allowed him to showcase more personality than some of the films did. But it's just not my cup of tea, not what I envisioned for the character. That you know, I didn't mean any disrespect towards his craft because he does it better than anyone could ever do that role. It's just a personal preference thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. I 100% agree. 100%. Brian, any final thoughts before we wrap this up? No, the only other thing I want to do is kind of uh, update you and tell you, look, I'm, we're, we're, we are remastering and re-editing all of, uh, a lot of the original um, uh, episodes that we've done. And so uh, we're through right now. We're through episode 16. So we've done one through 16. Go back and listen to them again. There's a lot of good content in there. And, you know, we reviewed you know, a few Nightmare on Elm Street films in there, too. So um, just get, give us another shot because uh, uh, I think they're done even better this time. You only need to listen to Dream Warriors. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, we really appreciate the support, everybody. Y'all have Don't a good go. one. Don't go out there.com. Welcome to prime time, bitch. And I uh, just want to remind everybody to uh, don't go out there.